All August long, we're giving away our subscription-only digestible daily show Cubs pod, which is ad-supported here by the Bleacher Bunch on the Fans First Network. For early ad-free Cubs pod, subscribe at patreon.com slash sunranto and become a super ranter today. Hello and welcome to Cubs Pod, a Bleacher Bunch production on the Fans First Network, your daily dose of digestible, disturbing Cubs content. I'm your host, Danny Rocket, here to tell you what's happening in the world of the Chicago Cubs on August 19th, 2023. The Cubs lost a game they should have won. They lost 4-3, but they outhit the Royals 10-7. Uh, They had a couple of errors in the game that led to a few runs. Not all of those four were earned, for example. Uh, Jamison Tyone went out there and gave up only two earned runs through six innings. Um, Only six hits, but uh, four runs. And one nasty little home run after one of those errors. But shall we get into this game that the Cubs, well, regardless of the errors and all that. They they should be winning anyway just because they're facing the second-worst team in baseball, the Kansas City Royals. Let's get into this one. Jamison Tyone on the mound, as I mentioned five seconds ago. But uh, Michael Garcia lined out to say a Suzuki made a nice play on the first pitch of the game not the first pitch the but the first uh the second pitch but the first at bat of the game say it was already out there running one down doing a little slide owed thing and then tyone looked good he struck out one of the hottest hitters bobby witt jr and also michael massey they both struck out so two strikeouts for tyone right there in the first inning he's cruising unfortunately he would have three strikeouts in the, the game total so two of them are right there in the first inning Things got off to a good start with the Cubs as Christopher Morrell, who's leading off, even though he shouldn't be because he's a power hitter. Um, and he's not Alfonso Soriano. Like, it's not like the Cubs have all this power, so they had to know where to put Morrell with his power, but no, they don't have any power. And instead, they bat him first. It doesn't make any sense to me at all, especially when you're batting Wisdom Ninth. Um, and yeah, and Wisdom was playing in this game, but we'll get to him. Oh, there's lots to say about Wisdom. But uh, then Nico Horner singles, and we're like, hey, this is looking good. You know, first and second, nobody out. It's the Royals. We're definitely, we got the heart of the order. But unfortunately, the heart of that order is Ian Happ, who inexplicably still bats third. Um, He strikes out. Then Cody Bellinger uh, grounds into a force out where they get, uh, they get uh, uh, Horner at uh, second. Morell moves to third, though. Uh, Bellinger beats it out. It's first and third. But Dansby Swanson, our high-priced free agent signing, heart of the order, two on, nobody out, daily double on base, and Dansby Swanson flew out, and nobody could come through and left the Royals off the hook. In the top of the second, the there was just a double by Melendez, but he got MJ Melendez, Michael Jackson Melendez, and uh, he he doubled. But then he got caught leaning off second base, got caught stealing third. Tyone picked him off, and the, the Jamer tagged him, and well, that was the end of it. He was caught stealing. 
Um, then uh, Freddie Furman grounded out to end it. Threat over. Bottom of the second, Cubs do nothing except the Jamer Candelario walk. Patrick Wisdom batting ninth struck out to end that inning. At top of the third, Drew Waters. God, I've never heard of any of these Royals. Like, really, except for Bobby Witt Jr., only because his dad was famous uh, and a, like a, a famous pitcher back in the day. Um, he's the only one I really heard of. And Nelson Velasquez, because he used to be on the Cubs. Uh, well, so Drew Waters, he singled the start the third, then uh, stole second promptly. Nelson Velasquez then flew out, and uh, there was one out. Kyle Isbell then singled in Waters. It's one nothing KC. Michael Garcia then lined into a double play. That was right to Horner, who threw over to Patrick Wisdom, who was playing first base. Um, I, I Playing in quotes. Bottom of the third, Cubs do nothing. You get a half single. Horner struck out in the inning, and uh, Bellinger flew out to end it, but yet nothing happened. Top of the fourth, things get worse for the Cubs. Bobby Witt Jr., who's quite good. like He's got more home runs than anybody on the Cubs. Like, he's in the 20s, but I'll get to his home runs later. But he's very fast, and he hit the ball to Jamer Candelario, and Candelario took a sweet-ass time and did not get the ball over there. Uh, either way, it was not a good throw, and we do not have a first baseman playing first base. Um, his name is Patrick Wisdom, and he's uh, probably shouldn't even be on the team. I mean, it, it, we'll get to that, too, because, oh, my God, like I don't even know why he's out there if you're going to take him out, but because he got taken out of this game for Nick Madrigal, but, oh, we'll get to that. Um but yeah, he took a sweet ass time, did not throw in time, and Bobby Witt Jr. is on first base, uh, which would be all fine and good, uh, except for that he would end up scoring. So uh, Michael Massey came up next. He grounded out Bobby Witt Jr., then moved. Oh, I didn't mention this. Oh, yeah. So the ball, <laughs> yeah. Bobby Wood Jr. singled because Jamer Candelario took a sweet-ass time. Then Candelario made a bad throw. Now, it bounced, but you know maybe a good first baseman catches it anyway. I don't know if Bellinger catches that ball. I don't know if somebody, I don't know, like Mash Mervis catches the ball. But uh, Patrick's wisdom sure as hell didn't. And the ball scooted past him, went into the camera well, and that then became a single and an error. So Bobby Witt ended up on second. So after the ground out, Bobby Witt Jr. went to third. And then Salvador Perez hit a sacrifice fly. So a pretty manufactured run um, and unearned. MJ Melendez then flew out to end the end inning. Michael Jackson, he's only playing. He went back out of the field because he only likes wearing one glove. You know what I mean? Then uh, Matt Duffy. Cub great uh, came out and replaced Michael Garcia uh, at, over at uh, third, and uh, in the he was then in the leadoff spot. I don't know what happened with Michael Garcia, but uh, Dansby Swanson led off the inning by striking out Jan Gomes. The summer of Jan Gomes, he doubled, and it was a it was a gapper, left center gapper. Seiya Suzuki then singled, and because Jan Gomes is not fast and the ball was hit pretty hard, uh, he did not score, but he did go to third base. But Jamer Candelario, he got that run back that he just caused us by uh, singling. 
and Jan Gomes scored, and Seiya Suzuki went to second base. We have first and second. Up comes Patrick Wisdom, who's in this game because of his power, uh, singled. And he hit the ball hard, but, it you know, I don't know if they had him positioned a little bit better. That ball does not get through. It was kind of on the ground. But the ball did go through, and it made the game 2-1 to one as uh, Jamer Candelario moved to second. Suzuki moved to third. And uh, no, actually, wait, it was still two to one. But I see, I thought this in the stands too. We all high fived as if a run had scored because it seemed like one should have, but it didn't. It only moved Saya to third. But a uh, good thing for the Kansas City uh, Royals defense because Christopher Morrell came up and he hit, he hit a very similar ball to the Patrick Wisdom single, except for this time, Matt Duffy caught it. And he didn't catch it. He, he fielded it. And then uh, he threw over to to uh, first base um, after stepping on the base. So it, he he basically got um, Jamer Candelario, who was running from second to third, out by the force. And then threw over to, to first to try to complete the double play. It did not work out. There was a throwing error, and Morrell was able able to reach, and Suzuki was able to score. Two to two. The game is tied. Things are looking up. We got guys on. Um, there's two outs in the inning at this point, though. But Nico Horner, so clutch sometimes. Um, he he uh, singled, and that drove in Patrick Wisdom. And Christopher Morrell moved to third. It is first and third. And then some bad base running ran us out of the inning. Nico Horner basically gets picked off. And Christopher Morrell, when he sees this happen, ventures off of third base. And the first baseman's like, oh, look at that Morrell standing off the base. And so I can I can catch him over there. So he throws the third, and Morrell gets caught in a pickle, and Nico kept on running as Morrell was in a pickle. Now the kind of mistake happened because it Morrell eventually, I don't know if it would have happened this way, Morrell eventually slid back safely into third base. But... Nico Horner was standing there because he had just kept running uh, after he had gotten picked off and saw Morrell picked off. I mean, with the two outs, either Morrell scores and or he gets out, you know, and then the inning's over or he scores before Nico gets out or, you know, there's many, many things that can happen here. But the one thing that probably shouldn't have happened is Nico Horner standing on third base because now Morrell yeah, I mean, he can go back there all he wants, but, you know, Nico is then out. So uh, that base is, um, can be, could have been Morel. So if he slides back in safely and Nico's still standing on second base, the Cubs have then second and third, and the steal worked out <laughs> is all. And at that point, you you don't take uh, the bat out of the hands of Ian Happ, who probably would have struck out anyway, so whatever. In the Cubs run themselves out of the inning, but they did take the lead. It is three to two Cubs. 
But that's unfortunately all they would do. If you recall at the beginning of the podcast, I told everybody that the score ended four to three. In the top of the fifth, Freddie Furman singled to lead it off, uh, but Drew Waters grounded out, and um, Freddie Furman went to second. Nelson Velasquez got out, and so did Kyle Isbell. And then uh, in the bottom of the fifth, Cubs do nothing. Hap struck out. See, told you he was going to strike out. Bellinger popped out, and Dansby struck out too. In the top of the sixth, this time it was Patrick Wisdom's turn at first base to commit an error, or at least have one charged to him. Uh, he made a little sliding play. Well, tried to anyway, and the ball went off of his mitt. He was gonna. He saw the ball hit on the ground, and it was like in the first and second base hole. And uh, he was like, "Oh, uh, I'll go cover first. Then he's like, "Wait, no, I'll go get the ball." And then it was he. He didn't get the ball. He it scooted away from him. It got deflected, and then Nico tried to get it, and then he, you know, it was too late, you know. And then, unfortunately, with a man on Bobby Witt Jr., he's got the speed, and he also has the power. Whereas the Cubs just have the power and the speed. So Bobby Witt Jr. makes it 4-3. to three. That's where the game would end with that score. But uh, still got Tyone out there, and uh, he's still doing his job in the sixth inning here. So that's good to see. At least it was a good Tyone start. And uh, Michael Massey flew out, Salvador Perez grounded out, and MJ Melendez got called out on strikes, and then he did the moonwalk. Bottom of the sixth, Cubs try to come back in this one. Jan Gomes singled. <clears throat> and so that's good to see. Here we got a you know leadoff single. Let's get back into this game after the Royals took the lead. Nope. Say Suzuki, Jamer Candelario, Patrick Wisdom all struck out. Michael Fulmer then replaced Tyone, gave up a walk, but got three more contact outs, a couple fly outs and a ground out. Um, in the bottom of the second, Cole Roggins, who I didn't really mention up to, till now in this game, that is the man that actually kept us at bay this entire game. And I had never heard of him. I was like, we had talked about him, I think, just slightly on um, Cup of Cubby Blue the other day, but this was not a good pitcher that we are facing. He is not a rookie, but he's been around very little amount of time, and he has been okay. Um, he got traded from Texas to KC, and um, he had a 592 ERA in Texas over 17 games. Um, and this, well, they didn't even use him as a starter. He started zero times. Comes over to KC, becomes a starter. His five games got a 251. <laughs> so, uh, but you know, hitters are hitting 264 off of him. It's not like he's just some like magical pitcher. That's like he might be highly rated. I don't know. Like uh, you know, but he is. How old is this guy? Cole Roggins, born in 1997. 25 years old, and he's got a dumb mustache in his picture, but he doesn't seem to have one in his other picture. So I don't know. I was sitting too far away to see whether the pitcher yesterday had a mustache, but he did go six innings pitched, and he held the Cubs to uh, – actually, I don't even think those were all earned runs on, on our part, were they? Because the Royals had an error as well. So, uh, yeah, Rogers. oh, no, they were all earned. And he struck out nine, guys, nine. 
Nine guys. Not good to see. And out, and But either way, here comes the Royals' terrible bullpen. Dylan Coleman uh, comes out. Does not eat. Morell lined out in the seventh, then Horner walked, and there was a wild pitch that moved him to second, but Hap struck out, and that made it two outs, and Cody Bellinger flew out, and uh, that was the end of that inning. In the top of the eighth, Jose Quas replaced Michael Fulmer. So we got our big guns coming out, you know, for the most part, taking these innings here, trying to keep the game close. You almost wish if you were going to lose that you'd be losing by a lot. You could just make it garbage time. Um, but, uh, yeah, Matt Duffy singled. Then uh, wild pitch by Quas Moved Duffy to second. But it was okay because we got a, three contact outs with Massey and Salvador Perez all got out. A line out, a ground out, and a fly out. Walk into a bar. Then there was another pitching change in the bottom of the eighth. Tyler Taylor Clark replaced Dylan Coleman. Uh, once again, God, who are these people? Like, We don't really need to play the whole league. You know, I really feel this way because it's just like, now I got to learn all these nondescript names. It's ridiculous. So um, Dansby Swanson flew out. Jan Gomes struck out. Seiya Suzuki did single with two outs. And then here comes the pitching change. The Royals, you know, Wins have been few and far between for them, so when they can get one, they're going to try to get one. And uh, they replaced uh, Taylor Clark with Austin Cox, another god. Who are these people? Um, Jamer Candelario then walked, moved says to Suzuki to second. Even though there were two outs, it felt like we had a chance because you know you got. The nine hitter up, sure, but it is Patrick Wisdom, and Patrick Wisdom has a lot of power. Um, he could definitely, like, you know, they just got a rookie on the mound, like, no freaking problem. Like, Patrick Wisdom, like, he's a veteran, he's older than this guy. You know, there's, oh, wait, wait, what's Ross doing? Oh, he's going to replace the guy that's in there because we're facing lefties uh, in the day, and he's going to come out of the game. For Nick Madrigal, who we discussed on the last Sun Ranto show, is actually hitting two under two hundred against lefties. Um, he uh, replaced Patrick Wisdom in this game because I guess you're playing for the tie here. He's just like he didn't want a home run. He just he wants the single, and the single's what's gonna. I mean, I mean Nick Madrigal did hit a basketball home run the other day but uh, is that what we're looking for again because Patrick Wisdom could actually bang them off the scoreboard it's all he does but are you freaking serious right now Nick freaking Madrigal terrible move by Ross just the worst and he grounded out I mean it was just one of the worst moves of the year and I don't know how you can explain it I don't uh, you can't Nick Madrigal I mean, maybe if you have second and third, even then it makes no sense because you literally have any Patrick wisdom already had a hit in the game. I mean, it wasn't much of a hit, but he, but he got one and uh, I don't know. It's insane to me. I mean, wisdom could have grounded out. He probably wouldn't have. He probably would have struck out because that's what he does. But uh, in the top of the ninth, the Cubs uh, brought out Drew Smiley and, he got him one, two, three, had a strikeout. So in the bottom of the ninth, Christopher Morell, our leadoff hitter now, he uh, struck out to start the inning. Then Nico Horner, 
he hit a ball down the line, uh, down the right field line, and it looked like pretty much a sure double, kind of bagged off the wall. But Drew Waters, the right fielder, got to it pretty darn quickly, and Nico Horner kept running from first to second, and he was gunned down, and it was a no-doubter. Like, you didn't even have to look at it. Nice play by Waters, uh, making making the Royals look like world beaters. I don't, I don't get it. Ian Happ then walked. But remember, there were two outs. And Cody Bellinger, I mean, he's kind of the guy you want at the plate at this point, right? I mean, you know, he's got 19 home runs on the season. He's definitely a resurgent time of it here uh, lately, last few months. And uh, he struck out. And that was it. And he struck out on a, well, it was... He's probably swung. I mean, there wasn't much of an argument, but it was a check swing. And that was the game. The Cubs lose. And the fans were a little shocked by it because it was uh, unnecessary to lose that game. It was uh, Cubs looked flat. The lineup sucked. Um, I don't know what the, I don't know what they're doing. Just no reason why you pinch hit for uh, Patrick Wisdom there. Except for, you know, if you had, let's say, somebody even better, let's say Bellinger's on the bench that day, then yeah, you could pinch hit for Patrick Wisdom. But Nick Madrigal made no sense. And it was very frustrating. And we we mentioned this to each other in the stands. And I came after the game, I looked online, I saw many, many other a Cub fan and blogger was mentioning it too, that it doesn't make sense to anybody. So Ross GPT at it again. I got to say, the morale leadoff thing, I don't understand it. doesn't make any sense to me, but here we are. Every time a lefty starts, I guess we're going to lose now, even though we used to always win. Stupid. Just stupid. So today, 120 start, and it's going to be Brady Singer versus Justin Steele. Cubs have very little experience against Singer, who is 8-8 eight eight with a 491 earned run average. He is a righty, so at least we won't have to see some GPT lineup. Um, Candelario has seen him the most, and he is batting 353 in his 17 plate appearances. Tucker Barnhart probably won't play in this game unless Ross is really trying to lose it. Um Nine at-bats, only batting 111. And then um, Madrigal. So you'll probably see Nick Madrigal because he's batting 500 in eight at-bats. And uh, Barnhart, or no, I already mentioned Barnhart. Uh, Bellinger's 0 for 2. Um, Hap is 0 for 1. And nobody has seen Justin Steele, who's 13 and 3 with a 279 ERA. Justin Steele, the last time he went out there, he gave up three runs. Only went five innings against Toronto. Uh, Cubs won the game five to four. He only went five point one and gave up four runs. Three were earned against Atlanta the time before. God, that seems like a million years ago. And then um, I don't know. I I just get the feeling that Justin Steele is kind of not regressing, but being kind of more who he is, which is could be a quality start kind of guy. You know. Six innings, three runs. Six innings, three runs. Now, that's not going to win you any Cy Young awards, but it's going to make you a very solid, valuable pitcher. I mean, you know, his ERA, 
you know, was in the mid twos for the longest time. Now it's up to 279, and it's just kind of every game, you know, <laughs> as he gives up the three runs, which is fine. Like, do that. You know, that's, that's, if the Cubs should win those games that you give up three runs, uh, two, three runs, two, three, but uh, really. I don't know if it's like Cy Young material, but I really love what Justin Steele's done all year. But he is already up to 126 innings pitched. That's not terrible if you're an old guy like me thinking about how uh, pitching used to work. Guys used to do 300 innings sometimes. I mean, just insane amounts of pitching. But um, anyway, I like this matchup. Um you know, Cubs, they just have to win the next two. Like, you have to just keep winning the series. We were in the playoffs yesterday when the game started. We're out of the playoffs now. So we're just on the cusp there. We can't afford to sink back down because then it puts the it, it, it puts the, um, the, the control of the whole thing in the other team's hands. Once you're in the playoff spot, then you can just keep winning and stay in the playoff spot. Um uh, and I like, you know, Coach, this guy, Brady Singer, even though he's been okay recently, he's got a 491 ERA. Like, he got blown up a lot earlier in the year, um, but he was really good against Seattle last time. Get Pitched into the eighth inning, only gave up two runs on two hits, and he had an eight-inning out, outing against the Mets where he gave up no runs on three hits. So, and that was all this month. So he had a decent outing versus uh, Boston as well in Boston, where he only gave up three runs through 6.2. And I'll say this much, the Royals are a terrible team. They have won his last four starts. So, I mean, oh God, this is all so scary. We weren't, it wasn't supposed to be like this. <laughs> it wasn't supposed to be like this. Um, yeah, the Royals, they have 40 wins. Eight of them, nearly a quarter, were when Brady Singer was pitching. The weather is beautiful today. If you can go to the game, you should. And if you do go to the game, make sure you buy tickets from sunranto.com slash tickets. There's a couple of different links there that you could click on and use. There is your Cubs pod. Hope you all have a wonderful day. If you're going to a party in Lafayette, Indiana for our friend Jonathan Evans's birthday, well, then I'll see you later tonight. Spugog!